country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our kids. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get James David Carter joins me on the show to talk about his album, Songs on the Radio, which was released earlier this year. On season seven of The Voice during the blind auditions, he had all four coaches turn around pretty much immediately, turn their chairs around when they heard his rendition of the great country song called Nobody Knows. We will talk to him about that and much more. And he is heading to Kilsenburg, Ontario at the end of this week. In fact, on August 16th, Saturday night, to perform at uh, the Tilsonburg Fair. Welcome to the show, James. Thank you so much, Dave, for having me. This is awesome. <laughs> it is my pleasure to have you. This is so cool. Uh, Tilsonburg coming up on Saturday, August 15th. I'll correct myself there at 8 p.m. That's, That's going right. to be awesome. Now, before you came on the air, we talked about it. It's not your first time to Canada, your first time to perform, but you've been here another time. Yes, sir. Um, I flew, actually, I've been to Toronto one time. I flew uh, through Toronto to go play um, in Newfoundland, which is way like up the North Pole with Santa Claus way up there. <laughs> and um, we flew through Toronto, uh, through St. John's, and then to Newfoundland, and then back through Toronto, and then got stuck on a layover coming back home uh, in Toronto. But it was, it was awesome because we kind of got to see some of the city that night. So beautiful city. And um, I'm super pumped to get up there. I'm actually going to try to go to the uh, the Blue Jays-Yankees game flying up Friday, Friday night. So I'm oh, going to try to hit that up. Yep. That sounds like that sounds like a wonderful plan. Now, when you mentioned playing up mm-hmm. here uh, the first time, are you referring to your football career? Uh, no, actually, I played um, I played some music up there. I don't even remember what year it was. Um, but no, so I wasn't playing football. I was playing music. You were playing music. Okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah. This is so exciting. Well, let's talk about it. We'll get to the album in a few moments, but anybody who watched The Voice Season 7, James, or has since gone to YouTube, some people like to watch it over and over again because it was such a cool Mm -hmm. moment. The Kevin Sharp song, Nobody Knows, your wonderful rendition of it. Take us back to that moment because when we watch that, the judges, the coaches turned around so quickly. Yeah, um, it's still surreal. I um, Actually, actually I clicked on on it. Someone... uh, tweeted about uh tweeted that performance probably about a week ago and i clicked on it because i haven't watched it in a while um but it's it was really cool just to kind of remember um it just takes you back to that moment it's about a year ago now that we you know did those blind auditions and um mm-hmm. yeah man it was it was just surreal um i guess i was about 10 seconds in i was i just remember i was looking to my left and then when i panned center they were all you know staring at me so it was really really cool <laughs> What a great moment for you, of course, and for us to watch that because it doesn't happen very often at all for turnaround <laughs> and, and not that quick. The, the song sure. selection, I mean, yeah. song selection has always talked about how important it is and, and, and it's, such, it's such a big yeah. deal. When you chose the song Nobody Knows, was it your first choice to perform? How did you arrive at that song, James? Um, well, actually, um, the, show, the show producers actually give you the song for your blind audition. Um, but through the audition process, they kind of gather – you know, your influences and, and stylistically where you lean. And then they kind of give you a song catering 
um, to your strengths, uh, I guess. And they gave me one that was right in my wheelhouse, you know, and, I, and I, the cool thing was, is I was able to kind of put my own stylistic artist spin on it, um, the way I played it. And I, I wanted to strip it down. So, you, you know, you got the, um, you're, you're basically hearing just vocal and guitar and, uh, mm-hmm. and I, you know, in my gut, I knew that was the right route for me. Yeah. Um, for them to kind of get an idea of, of who I was as an artist and, you know, I couldn't have asked for a better result. So, um, it was awesome. It was a great, it was a great memory for sure. That is awesome. Such a great, uh, great version of that song. And you chose Blake and of course you're a country artist. So maybe that goes without saying, but sometimes <laughs> artists will choose, uh, you know, a different coach outside of the genre, sure. but was it Blake Shelton for you, James, uh, right from the start, you were going to choose him? Um, yeah, naturally, uh, before the process started, um, I honestly hadn't watched the show too much. And, um, so I told myself if I'm in that situation, obviously I'm a country artist. So I want to go with Blake because, mm-hmm. um, like you said, like, you know, song selection is, is the lifeline on that show. And just having a, a commonality with Blake, uh, just knowing country music, you know, present, present and past, um, yeah. country music catalog you know to me it was important so uh it was a natural fit for me he seems like such a great guy he's so funny i, I love his music love his <laughs> voice from way back the first song austin oh, yeah. when yeah. that came out all those years ago what was he like as a coach did you find you got some great inspiration from him to uh to further your craft james uh yes sir yeah he was you know he was a super supportive encouraging blake just kind of wanted to, to steer uh and, and just encourage you to be yourself. And I think that was just a big thing. Obviously his background on country music, a lot of what makes a great country artist is being able to uh, just be real and honest and, uh, and, and vulnerable. And uh, Blake just kind of encouraged those things. He, you know, the whole time he was just very complimentary. Um, the fact that I, I was pretty seasoned before the time I went on the show, I'd been playing for a living for, you know, 14, 13, 14 years already. So he, he kind of recognized that we kind of had a, you know, a cool bond because of that. Um, you know, just be able to talk music and our stories and where we had been and, I mean, how could we use all that to, you know, put into these songs and, and song selection and, uh, you know, all that. So he was, you know, he was really great, super down to earth, a lot of great one-liners, you know, <laughs> on camera you, you see how funny he is and, and even when the camera's off that's who he is you know just cutting up and you know we connected on you know our our levels of sense of humor we have the same sense of humor I'm, I'm just probably a little less uh a little less crude than he is but um <laughs> but we have the same kind of our brain our brains kind of tick the same way so it was they, fun they think alike isn't that great that's, that's right. awesome yeah. Now, James, so your influences, of course, as you said, you've been at music a while. Uh, sure. While you've been performing it and prior to that growing up, who are those artists that you can you can tell us about that got you excited about music? Man, um, from an early age, my mom played me um, a lot of different kinds of music. And um, yeah, and my dad also, my dad sang, and he was uh, he was in Southern gospel music. So I, I learned a lot about harmonies through through that kind of genre. And then my mom in the car on the flip side, she'd be playing us, you know, Motown stuff, oldies, um, a lot of James yep. Taylor, uh, Jim Croce, uh, artists like that. Um, growing up, I used to, I just soaked that in. Um, and then as I hit, you know, middle school, high school in the nineties, I gravitated to country music and, um, you know, all those great country artists in the nineties, you know, I was a huge Garth fan. 
Um, big Vince Gill fan. John Michael Montgomery always loved his songs. And, um, oh, yeah. And also, you know, alongside of country music running parallel, I, I listened to a lot of R&B music. I got hooked on uh, Boys to Men and uh, Brian McKnight and uh, artists like that. And, uh, you know, and as, as music has evolved, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, you know, some current artists like John Mayer and Justin Timberlake. I love what they do. Um, there's little bits and pieces of what they do that, that, you know, I take and kind of put my own thing to as well and try to um, incorporate um, you know, in my style and what makes me, you know, different as an artist. So, um, mm-hmm. I just love, I love all sorts of different kind of music, but where I, I definitely land in the country world as far as who I am as a person and, you know, who I relate to, um, as far as an audience, you know, um, so that's kind of where I land. Yeah. Well, you did an amazing job on the Garth Brooks song, two of a kind working <laughs> on a full house. We could hear the country in you as opposed to, you know, yeah. you've got a friend, James Taylor. That was very smooth. And I love James Taylor. And I love that song. But then on two of a kind, you were just, you were country, full country. Sure. Yeah. I, um, at that point in the show, I, you know, I kind of, uh, you know, each week I wanted to show something that was, you know, a different snapshot of what I do as an artist, you know, and I feel like, <clears throat> The blind audition was a great, you know, picture of the country R&B thing. Um, the battle round, we sang Wave on Wave. That was kind of a, that was more of like kind of like a Texas country song. Um, right. You know, the uh, knockout round was uh, the James Taylor song. It's more of a singer-songwriter song, which, you know, I love and um, relate mm-hmm. to. So that that next song, the progression, I just wanted to show something a little more lighthearted and straight-ahead country. and. Um, that's kind of where we, where we went with that one. So yeah. it was, I had a blast, I had fun. I was, you know, from my childhood, I just remember, you know, going to, to Gar shows. I've, I've been to about five Gar shows and I, I always remembered that song on the show. Just it was all the, the energy that, uh, Garth would have, you know, performing that song. So it's a great one. It, it, it is a great one. It's such a fun song. <laughs> well, let's turn to a great song of yours, uh, James. In fact, it's uh, the title track, Songs on the Radio. People can get to this song and the whole album at iTunes. Uh, what can you mm-hmm. tell us about Songs on the Radio before I play it? Songs on the Radio, I um, there's a funny story about this song. is uh, Typically when I write, I get the best ideas for whatever reason when I'm uh, in two places, when I'm in the shower or when I'm driving. And um, I... <laughs> This this song actually the the hook of this song actually came to me while I was in the shower like mid lather so um, <laughs> yeah I, wa- I washed off and then you know hopped out of the shower and wrote this song um, wow. it was one of those that just kind of flowed out you know all at once sometimes you know songs take months and months and you got to piece together and yeah and uh but this song just kind of flowed out and I you know just had this song title called songs on the radio and. I just wanted to write something hooky that, you know, people would remember from the first time they heard it. So hopefully uh, I accomplished that. Yeah, it is a catchy one indeed. Let's hear it now. We have lots more to talk (laughs) about with my guest, James David Carter. What a great conversation. This is his song, Songs on the Radio, Hot in the Country. Like a red wildfire Break 
breaking hearts and wasting time. Free like the wind, thought I couldn't get higher, but you came along and you changed my mind. So baby, just hold. And that is a great song from my guest, James David Carter, the title track to his album, Songs on the Radio. You'll find that at iTunes. I wanted to ask you, James, so far, if you've had a chance to meet some of your country music heroes. Um, you know, I have. I've, I've, uh, in my early 20s, I had a house gig at a, uh, at a club um, outside of Atlanta in Kennesaw, Georgia, at Cowboys. And um, I got to open for... You know, this is, it was a really great training ground. I played five nights a week, um, you know, every single week. So I was playing a lot of music, and um, they'd have the national acts that would come in there, and I, I got to open for and meet a lot of, uh, you know, the artists that are huge now. You know, uh, back when, you know, Keith Urban was a new artist, uh, open for him and Brad Paisley, um, guys oh, like wow. Charlie Daniels I got to open for, which is really cool. Um, you know, just a list of people that I, I grew up listening to, Tracy Bird, Tracy Lawrence, Trace Atkins, mm-hmm. Terry Clark, Dwight Yoakam, um, you know, all these, all these artists that influenced me growing up, you know, that were on radio when I was growing up. So it was really cool to, uh, to learn from them, especially at the age I was at, um, 
very impressionable and just to try to soak in and trying to figure out who I was as an artist. And uh, it was good to see um, that from a, from behind the scenes and, and be able to meet them and uh, just have conversations about, you know, how to treat people and, you know, how just to do things right as an artist. So um, but I've been fortunate for sure. Isn't that great? That would be so awesome to meet the heroes that we hear on the radio, see on, on mm-hmm. the Opry, and then in your case, have a chance to meet them and talk with them. I love that. As far as duet partners go, James, it's a question I like to ask. Uh, have you given thought to on a future project uh, or even just inviting an artist on stage with you, somebody to sing sure. a duet with? Man, my okay, my all-time um, dream duet partners, uh, as far as a guy duet partner, it would have to be Garth Brooks for sure. I would love nice. to sit and, you know, just I'd, I'd be cool just sitting in a room with two guitars and singing, you know, even all his B-side songs on his albums because I know them all, oh, wow. you know, and oh, just be able to sing harmony and just hang out and talk. And um, as far as a female artist, um, my favorite voices uh, in country music in the past, you know, 15, 20 years is, is Leanne Womack. I would love to sing with her. Um, and I've had the chance to tell her, you know, meet her and tell her that too. So I'd, at some point, you know, maybe – Maybe we can stumble along a song and I can get, uh, you know, hooked up with her. Maybe we can we can hop in the studio and do that at some point. But I, I love Leanne Womack. I love her, all her records. And uh, just her voice to me is just, it's captivating. It's one of those, you know, first time you hear it, it's like you know it's her. And yeah, uh, I'm, just, I'm a huge Leanne Womack fan. She has a great voice and, and, and a great uh, catalog of songs, as you mentioned. Uh, love her voice as well. On the songwriting front, because a lot of artists, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times songwriting begins at the same time they perform music, but when did you get involved in uh, writing your own songs, James? Sure. Uh, well, uh, I wrote a bunch of terrible songs when um, <laughs> when I was in college. Um, coming out of high school, my senior year, and I even alluded to this on uh, on The Voice, uh, as part of my kind of backstory, I ended up injuring my, my, my knee um, the spring of my senior year, and uh, the day day after I graduated high school, I had knee surgery. So that summer, before I was a freshman in college, I uh, you know I was kind of laid up, and because of my knee, I couldn't really do a whole lot. And I started uh, I started being more interested in guitar. So I was sitting around, I was playing the guitar, and I was trying to figure out how to you know I started writing songs, and um, they were really bad, but. Um, <laughs> But that's the thing. The, cra- the crazy thing about songwriting, and I had a had a co-writer. Um, I remember this specifically. I was 21 years old, and I was co-writing with um, uh, this writer in Nashville who had had, you know, a lot of commercial success. He had several number ones, and he gave me this word of advice. He's like, "You're you're only as good as the next song you write," and that really stuck with me. Um, and to me, that just means that songwriting is 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 a, is a journey, and it's just you, you're constantly evolving, and you never really arrive to a destination. Um, and the moment you think you do is is probably when you should hang it up, because um, you know there's always going to be experiences that, um, as a writer, um, that that you want to get out in, in lyrics and melodies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, that's I've always tried to have that perspective on. Even if I think something's, uh, you know, good or great, or, or is it something I would listen to? I also yep. know. I, I always say this. I always, I always say I feel like I haven't written 
my best song yet. I, I don't think I've, I'm even close to that, to be honest. Um, That's a pretty awesome I, statement. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and through my twenties, I feel like I always wrote songs, but I didn't really fall in love with the songwriting process until, you know, I kind of hit, you know, my thirties to where I really felt like I had something to say. I had some life experience built up um, to where I, I felt like it was, you know, able to write about stuff that had a little more substance um, mm. to it. But, um, but it's, it's really cool. You know, songwriting is such a gift and, um, and it's cool to, it's to be able to, uh, to learn it every day. It's a discipline that, you know, I'll, I'll work on ideas at least I'll take 30 minutes out of every day if, if I possibly can, um, just depending on what I'm doing, um, and try to, you know, flex the songwriter muscle and, and just grow it and get it stronger. So, um, but I definitely, definitely love songwriting. That's what they say. It's something you got to do all the time. It's a, it's a muscle and uh, you've got to write every day, good, bad, or otherwise. For, for you, James, is it uh, lyrics first that hit you, melody, or is it is both at the same time? Um, you know, I've, I've experienced both, diff- you know, lyrics first and melody first. I would, I would side with, um, I'm probably more of a melody person. And um, I, feel, I feel like my strength is in melody. Um, you know, I have my voice notes in my phone is filled with, you know, gibberish, like, you know, you're driving down the road and, right. you know, you hum something in your phone, you hum a melody, and then sometimes you listen back like, what in the world was I, what, you know, what was I doing? <laughs> it's terrible. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm probably more of a melody person. Well, yeah, they say that uh, as far as censoring yourself, you throw everything out there, you don't judge it, right? And then you That's decide right. what's good and what's bad. If you censor it before you say it, you're going to lose a lot of potentially good ideas. Yeah, I mean, you got to, you know, sometimes you're, you go through phases where you're a little more fertile in, uh, in, in mm-hmm. writing. And what I mean by that is um, sometimes you do kind of get writer's block. And then other times, um, you know, you're experiencing seasons of life where you're, maybe you're more vulnerable. And, a lot, and that's really the key of being a writer. If you want to write stuff that's going to connect with people, you're going to you want to write honest songs. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think people, especially country listeners, can kind of see through um they can kind of see through a facade like they they just want you to be real and you know the key to key to doing that is uh you know if you experience something in life if you experience sadness if you experience joy or you know heartbreak or new love like all those are different emotions that we all feel in life and if you can kind of capture those and uh you know figure out how to frame it within three minutes and 30 seconds and, and and move people and affect people to me that's my goal as a songwriter that's a pretty awesome goal and you are a great performer and people have a chance to see that james uh right here in ontario for those in the, uh, our listening area uh close to that area tilsonburg uh the tilsonburg fair is coming up saturday august 15th at 8 p.m for the saturday night concert if people google tilsonburg fair uh for this year's Line up the old to find out how to get tickets and how to get there and everything. What can we expect to see and hear on uh, on on stage with you, James? Well, um, yeah, Saturday I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm, since it's since it's so far, it's just gonna be me and a guitarist. So you're gonna kind of get more of you know more of the unplugged. Uh, I'm gonna be able to kind of tell stories behind the songs and hopefully make it a real intimate. Um, experience for people and kind of let people in and get to know me a little more. And I, I love doing that kind of thing as well. So um, yeah. a lot of that, and I, I'll play some, you know, I'll, I'll throw some songs in that are um, from my influences 
and um, we'll definitely do some stuff that maybe I did on the on the voice too, just to you know bring people back to that. Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to getting up to Canada and meeting everybody and shaking hands and giving hugs and I'm just thanking <laughs> people for uh, for watching the show and buying my music and, and um, you know I'm I'm super pumped. That sounds amazing, James. Let's play one more song before we wrap things up here from your album, Songs on the Radio, which is available at iTunes. So the one I chose out of all the songs, County Line. What can you tell us cool. about uh, that song, James, before I play it? Yeah, County Line is just, uh, you know, it's kind of a throwback to uh, the 90s. To me, it's uh, back in the 90s, there were a lot of, you know, story songs, uh, you know, guys like uh, Joe Diffie and um, you know, John Michael Montgomery and uh, all those guys, they always have these like really cool, you know, story songs. So I kind of wanted to uh, write one of those. And it's just a story of uh, two kids meeting when they're younger and um, the girl being out of his league. And they finally, he finally does enough to, to woo her and they fall in love and, uh, you know, find love. And, and it's just kind of your classic, you know, love story. Um, and they end up building a life. Yeah. How about a county line? There's your hook. <laughs> there it is. Great song. Let's hear it now. My guest, James David Carter, County Line, on In the Country. Something about the girls at the Picket fence and a barking dog Sweet like her mama She loved her daddy She wasn't made for a broken heart She was the one that the boys all wanted They all were trying just to steal her heart Somehow managed to catch her attention Everybody's gotta let go. 
We got a house full of love and babies out in the country on a big old farm. Every now and then I steal her attention when she finds me strumming on my old guitar. At the county line, yeah. And that is James David Carter. The song is called County Line, part of his songs on the radio album available at iTunes. And James, thank you so much for being here. Real pleasure to talk to you. I loved your season on uh, The Voice and all the great songs you did there. And it was great to have a chance to talk. Awesome. Well, I'm honored to be on your show. And um, just thank you for watching back then. We had we had a fun season. That was a good group of people, I feel like. So I'm, uh, yeah, super pumped to be up in Tilsonburg this weekend. That's awesome. Once again, my guest has been James David Carter. Be sure to check out his album at iTunes. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.